Welcome to In Defense of Humanity. I am your co-host Khalid with my co-host Austerys Miller. And today we are joined by Cassidy Evans. Hello, I'm Cassidy Evans. Uh, I am here to talk about multi-level marketing. I'm not an expert in it, just a thing I'm very interested in. Uh, I'm a student at UGA. I'm a major in financial uh, planning with an emphasis in financial therapy. And yeah, that is me. Excellent. Um, I must say that we most likely would be hard pressed to let an expert in multi-level marketing onto the show as they are probably a, uh, a parasite. And uh, we, don't, we don't want that kind of energy. However, no. can you explain multi-level marketing to us and the guests? So multi-level marketing is basically a pyramid scheme. It is a, people refer to it now as a pyramid scheme. Um, it is a business that where you are encouraged more to sign people up under you. There's more emphasis on signing people up under you than there is on selling. So basically you're not making any money based off of selling products. You're making money off of roping people into it. And then they're selling things and you're getting a cut of what they're selling, but then they're also not selling anything. They're just also signing people up under them. So it just keeps going and going and going. Okay. Okay. So at times, whenever I hear people talk about multi-level marketing and pyramid schemes, I think back to like my freshman year, whenever I would be chatting with people about things I'd be doing, like, you know, maybe extra legally speculating on currency markets and then getting other people to join me. And they're like, this is a pyramid scheme. And I was like, it is not because I make money whether or not you join me. I just need you in the loop. So when something happens, I can throw you under the bus. And then I, I would go and explain what a pyramid scheme is, which is exactly what you explained multi-level marketing is now doing, which does violate what a multi-level marketing company should be. It is not prioritizing profit of the individuals who've been signed up. Instead, it's prioritizing the person at the top, whereby signing up other people, you gain a percentage of what they make, but you also get a bonus for signing up people, which is a problem that becomes the pyramid scheme. If I don't need people or myself to make money, but I could just use uh, individuals as a means to an end instead of an end in themselves, then not only am I immoral, but I am also committing a pyramid scheme. And for the most part, a lot of these pyramid schemes are connected with each other. Like there'll be a handbag company that also does embroidering and monogramming that that if 31 yeah my 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 mother uh i've had to tell her numerous times to to stop doing it but she is indeed in a pyramid scheme and like she won't ever get busted for things like this however the people at the top can narrowly avoid a rico charge because they're they're just loosely connected through like familial and friendships they're not mm -hmm. actually incorporated so they could just slide away and say hey we're not we're not merged and we're not committing um, massive pyramid schemes together, but we may benefit from each other's businesses. Betsy, Betsy Davos, mm -hmm. she's a family member of the people who started Amway. So it's oh. like, we now have a actual pyramid, like somebody who's in intertwined in the pyramid scheme life part as part of our government and she's also in charge of school like it's just insane to me that this woman is that high in power and it gives a lot of people reasoning to think that mlms aren't bad because they're like look at her I'm like well just because she's up there doesn't mean that it's good yeah. like amway is arguably one of the worst ones they're literally just making money based on trying to show people that they can 
give them these seminars and they'll help them figure out their lives and then they'll have great lives if they pay a bunch of money to attend these stupid seminars and buy a million books oh yeah i i know whenever like if well firstly if any of the listeners are from north america and as soon as you graduate high school there's going to be one mlm that sends you mail for cutco absolutely it's cut i don't know how what what schools are doing to sell them our information if if they have a like uh, a plan with college 411 where they just get all recent graduates mailing addresses but that is one and a lot of people will sign up for it sam fab and i in fact signed up for it um and then they were like do you want to be able to control your income do you want to make uh six figures in your first year of work and they're like, well, it's going to take a lot, but we believe you can do it. And that's why we've selected you. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? You selected me for this? You handpicked you know, me? I, I was like, I, I, I knew though, right? Even before I knew what multi-level marketing was, I was like, yo, my mother actually did not raise a fool, um, despite her now being in an MLM. But I always knew, I was like, so you handpicked me. You you had a group of 50 people in this room and go like, and we're only going to keep a certain number of you on retainer. And they're like, hey, so we're coming to you personally. We only picked 10 of you. We need you to come into the office uh, tomorrow. Can you do that? Do you think you can be the one? And I was like, I I'll be here. And they're like, do you think you're going to make this six figures? I'll be here. Do you think you're going to be the one who's going to open the next the next building the was it the next be the next manager i was like i will certainly be here tomorrow sir and then uh he was like that's what i like to hear i was like i actually didn't confirm any of these questions that you asked because I'm you not said i'll be there so i came you know recommended by sam fam and then i was like yo it's a it's a pyramid scheme i still didn't know what multi-level marketing was but i knew what a pyramid scheme was and i was like nah nah i've done i've done too many I've been involved with too many nefarious people in my life to not know a pyramid scheme whenever I see one. And I was like, cool, this is interesting. And I was like, I might as well go sell insurance, you know, convince a, an elderly couple that they need to do this. But anyways, Khalid, what are your thoughts? I mean, you guys have, you guys have hit it pretty much on the head. Um, there's no real separation of pyramid schemes and uh, MLMs. Honestly, they're basically synonyms, you know? Yeah. Uh, and they're really pernicious. Like, um, since you guys mentioned Cutco, yeah, no, they present it in this way that's like, yeah, you'll make so much money. There's chance for, for growth and, you know, right out of high school. And it's great because we'll transition you into college. You'll have, you'll have the ability to still make money. And then you realize that most people that are there um just because you're not making enough to sustain yourself you know it's basically like a little under part-time pay you know so it's not really anything substantial and so then you find yourself kind of trapped because what are you going to do for further income if you know that this is moderately reliable if you're moving up it's the thing is that they what they preach this easy money like it's easy money you need to join and it'll be easy money but then if you aren't making money it's you're not working hard enough you need to work harder i didn't say this is going to be easy and i was like well every facebook post you made about this said it was going to be easy and it'll be the easiest money you can make and then that's not what it is at all and people get roped into it so easily like i got roped into synagens i don't know if you've heard of this one they had a they had a big thing. Um, it was like a lip product, and it stayed on for 24 hours. And my at the time I was working in this restaurant, and my manager and my other coworker were two of my really really close friends, and they were both in it. But my coworker had been in it. She got my manager in it, and then my manager, like, convinced me to join it. And they both played it off to me as like this amazing thing. We're both making so much money. I've had the opportunity to do so much uh, work on my house that I wouldn't have been able to afford if I hadn't joined this. 
And so they paid for my starter kit and it was like $60 and I didn't have to pay for it. So I guess a lot of people have to pay for that themselves and they have to deal with that loss of money. But they convinced me to do it. They paid for it for me. It was like my birthday present because I was not 18 yet. So when I turned 18, they immediately got me into that stuff. And in the starter kit, you get some sample like lip gloss brushes, some books, and that's it. You pay $60. You think they're going to send you like some products so you can show people the products. They don't do that. And also, I have never been a makeup person, so I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I don't know how to do makeup. I don't even wear makeup. But I was like, this is going to get me into makeup. I'm going to learn how to be really, really good at makeup. People are going to buy things from me, and I'm going to make money. But I didn't think about the fact two other people I work with are doing this in this small town. And there are countless other people who are probably also doing it in this small town. So what market do I even have? Who am I selling to? They're like, sell to your grandma. Your grandma loves makeup. And I was like, that's my grandma. Like the the lipstick stuff, you had to have three different products. You had to have the, like the actual lip color. And then you had to have the lip gloss that goes in on top. And then you had to have a remover to get it off or you could not get it off. And all that stuff together was like $60 just for one shade of lipstick. Like that's Mac level money. Even Mac doesn't sell makeup, a lipstick for that expensive. And then you feel really stupid because you're like, who am I going to, what am I doing? Like who is going to buy this stuff from me? And they're like, well, when you go to college, you know, people are going to want to buy from you. They're going to want to want this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I got to school and I just, I gave it up after literally three months because it was not worth, it was not worth the effort. They want you to post on Facebook all the time. They want you to do all these giveaways and the giveaways are all jokes. It's like you, I'm going to do this game and I'm going to draw a name and whoever wins gets $25 towards whatever product they want, but that's coming out of your pocket. And half the time people don't even get that stuff or they will have somebody else who is in an MLM comment so that they win. So then they can just never give them anything and it looks like they're doing something, but they're not actually giving anybody anything. Yeah, I stopped after like a month or so after I went to college because it was, it didn't make any sense. I was like, I'm not making any money. I don't know anybody here. I don't want to meet people for the first time and just spend the entire time trying to form friendships, pushing people to buy things from me that I'm not even passionate about. The only person who bought things from me consistently was my roommate because she tried it when I got into it and she really, really liked it. So whenever she'd run out of it, she would be like, hey, will you buy me another one of these? But then I told her, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm sorry, but I can't get you any more lipstick. <laughs> and even then I felt bad because I'm like, my roommate probably spent like $100 just on like lipstick and stuff for me. And yeah, she wanted it. And I never really put, I wasn't like, when are you going to reorder? When are you going to order something else? But I feel very guilty about it. And I'm just like, I can't believe I got sucked into that. I definitely understand what you mean. Uh, firstly, I know what it means uh, like to feel stupid, not knowing um, some things. Like I, I'm gonna be honest, I have no idea what Mac is whenever you referenced it. Mac, like the big makeup company. Not, not nope. a chance. Not a... What about? It's because you live in. It's because you live in the middle of nowhere. That's that's why. That's, that's there are probably no major what... malls near you. Hey, hey, I I do watch like makeup tutorials. I even watch, you know, like <laughs> Todrick Hall, and I don't watch Jeffrey Star. Let's be honest about that. Oh no, no. You know, and I still have no idea what this is. That being said, you know, I still don't. I don't like the idea of of selling to people I know or yeah or whatnot um if i have a service i will 
you know, in the past, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll charge. I'll charge a homie. I'd quote like Star Trek rules of acquisition. I'd be like the 19th rule of acquisition. Never let friendship come before profit. And I, I would. But I drew the line at multi-level marketing. I just but not, not at capitalism, huh? Capitalism wasn't a deal breaker for you. Being a capitalist wasn't a deal breaker for you. That's enough of that, Khalid. I just don't understand. That's what, the, and that's what they tell you to do too: is to sell to your family. And I'm like, this is so wrong. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to sell to my grandma and my aunt. That's just. Also, my grandma has enough makeup. I see how much makeup this lady has. I don't. She doesn't need any more. <laughs> You could sell it to your grandfather. I could sell it to him. Might be all over some lipstick. Too bad I can't. I actually, I was really into their skin. They had like a skincare line that I mm-hmm. really liked. Um, but they do not do returns on products. Like I bought the wrong face wash, tried to return it. And they're like, no, you can just like sell it. And I said, but I already used it. And they're like, oh, it's fine. You can just resell it. I was like that. I'm not reselling a used a used product that's gross. They're like, sorry, there's nothing we can do for you. And I'm like, I just wanted to return it and get what I meant to order. That was like the last straw. That was like, okay, they won't even let me send back something that I had placed the right order for. Like I ordered the right thing and I got the wrong thing. And they would not let me send it back. And I just Did thought it was- you as an employee? Yeah, as an employee of them. But, you know, they're working on empowering women. Just, it's, and then they just prey on like vulnerable women. So it's like you are playing this whole, we're trying to empower women and we want them to be their own boss and run their own company. And it's like, this is not running a company. This is, trying to sell to your family members and get people. And that was another, I didn't make any money because I didn't try and get anybody to sign up. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't know who I would get to sign up. None of my, like, wouldn't have asked any of my friends to do it. Uh, wouldn't, there's, unless I just made a post on Facebook. I was like, who wants to sign up? And I was like, I'm not doing that. That's just, that's done. And there are times when my manager would like go on these Facebook lives at work and she would make me join them, like be in them with her. I'm like, we're at work right now. We are literally working. I have tables to serve and you're like, let's go in the private room and do a 40 minute Facebook live. Like I can make more money if you just let me go do my job than I would doing this 40 minute Facebook live that's going to generate no income for for me. I think in total, I made about uh, $60 in like four months of doing it. 60 whole dollars. That's that's better than most. It is better than most, but I think it's just because I really didn't sell a lot, but I'd sell enough every month to where I would get maybe like $20 a month in profit. So it's like, $20 over the course of, or forty, $60 over the course of four months really isn't good though. But they just, then I see so many people on Instagram from high school who have gotten into them. Hands down, my least favorite one is uh, It Works. I don't know if you've heard of It Works. It's like a weight loss uh, MLM. Ah, And it is. Yes. It's horrible they are like they have this keto coffee thing it's like this way you can get your coffee and it's part of the keto diet and I'm like black coffee is part of the keto diet you don't need to spend twenty dollars mm-hmm. on two little packets of powder it's like just make a black coffee and then the best part is that they will post themselves making these keto coffees and then dump a ton of creamer in it and like put whipped cream on it put like caramel there's this one girl I follow from high school who always posts these watch me make my keto coffee every morning and it's I'm like this is not keto anymore 
this is not a weight loss, but like you're just dumping sugar in it now. So I don't know what you are trying to promote. And then they have like their, their juices. It's like, get this. And they're all just powders. I'm like, just go to the store and get a bunch of vegetables and blend them up in a blender and drink that. That's way cheaper, probably better for you than drinking powder. And also none of these people are ever losing any weight. They're like promoting this weight loss stuff and they're never losing any weight. They're basically just shitting themselves all the time. Um, that's literally what those things do. They just go straight through your body. So you just poop a bunch. And then they're like, look, I've lost. I don't know. It's just, it's so frustrating. And then they promote all these lose 20 pounds in two weeks. And that's not healthy. It's you shouldn't be losing 20 pounds in two weeks. Like if you're losing 20 pounds in two weeks, something's wrong. And none of them promote any exercise. You lose weight with them. Can you hear me? Sorry. I think it's one a, of my headphones just died. Yeah, it, it was a bit infrequent for a while. Uh, but since we acknowledged it, I, I don't have to edit that out. Okay. How do you sound? They just, none of them promote exercise. There are the people who do actually lose weight. products, mm -hmm. But they never mention the fact that, oh, I'm exercising every single day. It's mm -hmm. just drinking my keto coffee every day and now I've lost a bunch of weight it's like you have to mention the fact that you are also exercising you can't just lose weight by eating things you have to exercise they just promote this unhealthy uh mindset that you don't have to actually work to lose weight it's like if you are losing weight and you're not exercising or working out then that's not the right way to do things and something is wrong like you got thyroid problem or something I don't know but you can't just lose weight without doing anything it gets me real angry I think about um you know how the, the slogan is you know you don't, you don't have to even work that hard to succeed here you know you can work from home and it's as easy as you want it to be with these MLMs you know, they're, they're presenting this idea that it's not work, right? That it's not a significant amount of work. Um, you know, like you're not really putting forth that much labor. Um, you just do it from your phone. Mm -hmm. And I think about, you know, in any system, you know, labor exists. Um, it, uh, it's just, it, it just is what it is. And so, you know, Sure, there are jobs that are easier than others, but uh, I think presenting a pyramid scheme, you know, where the real work is just recruiting people into this thing where nobody's really making a livable income is, uh, is, paras is parasitic. Yeah, it's, and they pray, a lot of them pray on like, like Monet that they have, they're like the hair care one and they do a lot of preying on people who have had cancer and lost their hair due to chemo and they're like you need to buy these products it'll help your hair grow back and there's no evidence that it will they like to really really talk about how every shampoo sold in the store is awful for your hair and you're absorbing harmful chemicals through your scalp and you're going to get cancer because you're using suave shampoo it's like, that's not accurate. That's not, and nobody bothers to do any research. They just see these things, people put, it's the same with politics. It's like, nobody actually looks into anything. They're just like, oh, somebody posted about this on Facebook. It must be true. I need to spend a hundred dollars on shampoo now. Unless I post it because then it is true. Yeah, there. I mean, there are very few people whose posts I trust. <laughs> <laughs> Yours are one of them. If I see a post from you, I'm like, okay, I know this is true. But most people, it's like, where did you get this? This is like a deep fried meme at this point that you just screenshotted and reposted a million times with no 
evidence of anything. Speaking of high fat, no trans fat memes, I remember seeing an MLM meme, several MLM, let's be honest, I, I may follow some MLM pages, but it's like the MLM starter pack is you have an asymmetrical bob cut, you wear a floral cardigan with a rosette, like cheetah print or leopard print pants. Um, you wear those like heels, but like wedges, like they're filled in and they're like, like 17 yeah. pounds. Um, you call everyone hun. Yeah. Hey hun. I was like, dang, God. they're just calling out all my high school friends, parents or mothers. I remember my mom got some stuff from It Works when I was in like middle school and I never knew what it was until like a couple years ago and I finally made the connection. I was like, my mom bought from an MLM. She never, she bought like one thing from them, never purchased anything from them again, but it was just, oh, and all people in MLMs usually have awful makeup. I'm sorry to, I'm generalizing, but a lot of them sell makeup and their makeup is awful. And I can't do makeup, so I'm like, I can't really say anything. But if you're going to promote makeup, you should you should be able to do it decently. You should be able to do a good job. Like, you can't get on here saying, I'm going to sell this amazing eyeliner and eyeshadow. Look at how good it looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that does not look good, ma'am. That does not look good. I feel you. They're never up on their contouring as well. Oh, I'm so glad I watch makeup channels. I am still in a couple uh like Uh-oh. Facebook groups from when I was in that MLM and sometimes I just go through it and I look because a lot of them are like what they just post a picture of a person who wants to buy from them first of all I'm like you're just did this person give you consent to post this picture you're just posting a picture and they're like what foundation do you think would match their skin the best oh. how can you tell oh. through the internet yo and half of them are really awful lighting. Like that'd be like me posting a picture the way I look right now, where the lighting on my face is just horrible. Oh, and I'm like, blue. what do you guys think would match my face? Blue. Yeah. This <laughs> blue paint uh, would match your screen reflecting off your face right now. And a lot of the comments are things like, I can't tell through a picture. I can't tell. And it's like, <laughs> You're not thing, working like, hard enough. trying to be like, this is what they should use. But like why do people think that they can like here's one right now posted a picture of two shirts and they're like what do you think i should wear with this what should i what lipstick should i buy to go with my gray shirt it's literally a gray shirt and they would go with it whenever you first said two shirts i thought that was a new rapper and i was like oh (laughs) they they got two shirts out here at an mlm oh what's her face what is her name who got she got roped into an MLM. She's oh, it's the lady from Charmed. One of the Alyssa Milano people from. No, she's in something. Rose McGowan. Oh, I watched Charmed. I will name them. Name them and let me see if I. Is it the old Charmed or the new Charmed? That's that's the question. Holly Marie Combs. Ah, Piper. Hmm. Mm. He got it. She's in an MLM, and then China. China, what? China Mac. China, Black China. Oh. Black China. She also was in one, and it gave a lot of people in MLMs fuel to be like, "Look, these celebrities are in it, I, so I, that must mean it's good." I'm like, they're already making a ton of money. They, they can make money though, because all they have to do is post it on their millions of followers on instagram if only one percent buys it they still made a lot of money i'm like they're they're not in the same group as all you normal people they have millions of followers that doesn't that doesn't a lot of people are a bit more low information as far as that goes uh and so hey they made the money you can make the money yeah Uh, oh yeah it also keeps a lot of uh conservatives conservative Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh the promise of you know your small business can grow and you'll be able to make a decent amount that you can live off of and uh you never do because cost to maintain a business or say we get into a pandemic 
and you don't get enough money because they're because the government's giving corporate bailouts to uh, these big corporations and to millionaires and billionaires. And that was also a big at the beginning of the pandemic. They're like, "You just lost your job. Join an MLM." I'm like, who wants to buy sixty dollars products when everybody's losing their jobs? That makes no sense. And you got to pay money to get started. And then you're trying, like, <laughs> trying to convince your other other people who just lost their jobs and don't have any money that right now buying makeup is a necessity and you need to spend fifty dollars on it. And if you don't, then you're not supporting small businesses. Because that's, they all love to say they're a small business and guilt trip people into buying from them because I'm a small business and you need to support me. It's like, mm. we're actual small businesses. You joining from a giant corporation is not a starting a small business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, all this talk about MLMs before we go to the ad break has got me thinking I might create a YouTube channel for me talking about MLMs and the like, you know, like the 3000 other channels that were created in the last two months about MLMs. I love MLM channels. They are my favorite YouTube, my favorite YouTube content to watch. Mm. Except okay. for some of them. There's a lot of drama right now in the anti-MLM community. Uh-oh. I won't be a part of it because I'll be one of like 30 guys in there. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen any guy creators. I th I, I'm like, pretty sure. I think there's, there's one guy, he was an insurance agent and there was a guy, he made a documentary about like, it's not multi-level marketing per se because they have, well, it is, but it's like physical places. So like if you sell insurance, technically it's not the same thing as like these other multi-level marketing firms and like retail stores where you can work from being a salesperson, making a lot, becoming a, like a manager and then going, I think it's called retail slavery something like that is the is the documentary it's on youtube i watched it and i didn't realize while i was watching it, i was just listening to it and walking around with my headphones in but it's like an hour 45 minutes and i was like i just wasted an hour 45 minutes learning about a place that i never planned on working one thing i saw that i was very surprised about is that real estate group the berkshire hathaway oh yes that's an MLM. I did not know that. Oh, absolutely. All, all yeah. real estate insurance places. Yeah, definitely. Because you see their signs everywhere. And then the Kirby vacuums. We have a Kirby vacuum, a Kirby vacuum. I have no idea what that is. It is this outrageously expensive vacuum. They came to our house at like 730 at night to give us a demonstration on this vacuum. And I was in like elementary school at the time. And I guess my parents didn't think, oh, this is weird. They said, okay, give us a demonstration of this vacuum. And they showed us all the things it did. And my parents bought it and we've had it for like over 10 years now. It is a, it's a good vacuum, but it's insanely heavy. Oh. And then you can't really buy the replacement like bags for it anymore because it's an MLM. And so now we just have this vacuum that I don't think <laughs> I, I hate using it. You have to like put the, it has a bunch of different um, things that connect to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The actual vacuum head on it and you have to like twist it on. Oh, yes. I can never get it on. I always had to do my, have my mom do it for me because I can never figure it out. One of these days I want to fix the vacuum if it needs to be fixed because a good friend of both Khalid and myself, Manas Balagamir, um, his family uh, like started a, a cleaning service and whatnot. And so his mother, before she passed, unfortunately, uh, used to fix vacuum cleaners. So one day, whenever I was staying at his house, I decided to learn how to fix things because I, I like doing weird things. So I was just repairing vacuums for no reason. So I have a bit of experience, not with the MLM of Kirby, but with repairing vacuums that use bags. So maybe we could do a podcast on with an engineer and talk about um, how we can become more analytical and repair things that we've never encountered before. 
Yeah, why? I haven't even bothered to look in it. Mm -hmm. too. I mean, I don't live with my parents anymore, so like I don't have to use that stupid vacuum anymore. So I just haven't worried about it. <laughs> we have a shark. Oh. Shark vacuum. It's far superior to the Kirby vacuum, and oh. also probably like four hundred dollars cheaper. Four hundred dollars cheaper. I really think the Kirby vacuum Whoa. is like, it's insanely. No, I would not pay $100 for a vacuum cleaner. Let's see. A Kirby vacuum is the first one that I see, $594. No, they can keep it. They can keep it. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with it. But then if you get all of the attachments, it can be anywhere from $900 to $2,500. No. $2,500 for a no. vacuum cleaner no, 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 no. like it know. needs to i guess they do have vacuums that clean the floor themselves now i was going to say it should clean the floor itself if it's going to be that expensive but i guess we have roombas yeah, i could i could buy all new audio equipment for a vacuum absolutely I mean, not i lived in my apartment for an entire year and did not purchase a vacuum i would come home and get the vacuum and bring it back and use it and then bring it back home <laughs> It's like I'm not spending money on a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Absolutely. All of this being said, we're of course going to continue this. I, I do like this conversation quite a bit, but we do have to take an ad break as my wallet is feeling a little light. And uh, don't want to pay that money. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Defensive Humanity. Go ahead, Khalid. <laughs> As he's <Cassidy>. eating. <laughs> We're Any, both um, eating. <laughs> everybody thinks that Biden is, is completely off topic from what we left off with, but my little brother went to a Trump rally. He fully supports Donald Trump. He's 16 years old. He does not do any research. He just posts, he, when the election was happening, he posted this thing on his Snapchat story that was like, Wisconsin has had 3.2 million people vote, but they only have 3.1 million registered voters. This is evidence of fraud. So I replied back and I said, no, this isn't true. They have 3.6 million registered voters. This number that you're bringing up is from uh, 2018. And then he just sent me back his story again and circled the part where it said Wisconsin. And I was like, again, here are multiple, multiple places that state this is not true. Look. And he deleted off of his story, you know, but to, to your, not. to your brother in his defense, you know, actually I can't do that because Aristotle would say willful ignorance. If you choose not to learn, then it is still your fault. That being said, I, I have two friends, one very close friend who live in the Milwaukee, Madison, Wisconsin area. And I can say that there are a lot of people who have newly registered to vote, definitely that 2018 statistic needs to, to stay there. Yeah, I don't I don't think people realize how many young people voted this year, like how many people genuinely want Donald Trump out of office and went out and voted because so many more young people voted. Even though there are still people like I went I went to Athens last week and I saw some friends and one of them was like, there's no point in voting. Nothing's going to change. We don't need to vote. Doesn't matter. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, sir, like you, you are black. You should care. You should care about what he is, what Donald Trump is doing. And you should mm. want to do something to try and change that. And he was Air like, there's no point. There's no point. What am I going to do? I'm not going to vote. You think I want to vote for Biden? And I was like, I'm not but, saying Biden's so, better. Send him, uh, tell him to send me a DM. So, oh, he, I've posted that thing about religion, you know, mm -hmm. that separation of church and state country should not be ruled by religion. And mm -hmm. he was like, Cassie, you're wrong. You're wrong. I was like, what are you talking? Like, I can't trust anything from you, first of all, because you don't even think you should vote. You don't think voting is important. I understand. I get why people think that. 
I'm like, if all the people who who say voting isn't important would go out and vote, that would help a lot. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, in defense of people, um, it's not excusing, whatever. But, you know, looking from, like, a systemic standpoint, right, um, with African-Americans, you know, with the Black community, um, specifically, there's been a lot of systemic failure, right? There's been a lot of oppressive policies. Um, Historically, there's been voter suppression. There have been things presented that bar them from making a substantial change, or there just hasn't been substantial change that positively impacts them, right? And so I understand the mindset of, well, it's not gonna change anything. But I also think while there is some truth to it because nothing fundamentally is gonna change. I mean, it's great that we're not gonna have somebody that uh, just spews whatever comes to his mind on Twitter, right? It's great that we'll have Mm -hmm. somebody a bit more respectable, but uh, I don't think at the core, anything fundamental is gonna change. But you know, it's nice to have a better face and at least repeal some of these negative policies. Um, marginal change is better than none, but I also understand why there is this disconnect. Um, yeah. Scarred with voting, you know? I, it's like, yeah, I get it. But just electing a new president isn't going to change everything that's going on. But I think people forget their other elections other than the president. And those can actually have an effect like voting for senate members and congress Mm -hmm. members Mm -hmm. like that can actually have an effect and change things and people forget about that they just think oh the only election is the presidential election and i just i and also it's like yeah it might not change anything but this is the system we have and Mm -hmm. you can at least do what you can do to try and show what you believe in what you think is right Mm -hmm. instead of just sitting back and being like i don't like how anything is but i'm not gonna do anything because like how is any better than Mm -hmm. but then i fully understand because i used to (laughs) my friend's boyfriend didn't vote because he was a trump supporter he didn't vote for trump because he was like uh, I don't need to vote. He's going to win. I don't even need to go and vote because I know he's going to win. And then he lost. And I was like, well. And it's like, that's what happens when you think that your vote doesn't matter. So you just don't vote. And then a bunch of people don't vote. And then it changes things dramatically. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of people voted for Biden because they want Trump out of office. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've seen all the things about, oh, so you support I had that that 56-year-old man who I sent you the mm-hmm. screenshot of his conversation with me because I posted uh, that that MLM meme about, hey, Donald Trump, I see you're getting evicted. Mm. You, want, you want some easy money to work from home? Why not join my company and become a boss, babe? Uh, and he like replied to me and said, the, it's not official. You don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are going to go to jail for fraud and Trump's going to be president again, blah, 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 blah. Apparently he was talking a bunch of crap about me to one of my friends at a high school football game. Oh my. This 56-year-old man was talking about me and saying that I support full-term abortions and uh, I believe in separation of church and state, which is- As you should. Apparently that's an insane concept. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what? So, so you know, just to we've mentioned the recent election, um, elections plural, the the former presidency, the the you know the forty fifth, and he who shall not be named. Yeah, the MLMs, and I think right. You said earlier that the pandemic has created like a sort of breeding ground powder keg for multi-level marketing but i think it happened before the pandemic and the pandemic was just a thing that lit the match or yeah. release the dogs from the house so to speak um donald trump dang the the, the 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 organization that was in power in the united states in the executive branch was largely organized in the same way as a multi-level marketing scheme 
Donald Trump was at the top. Sons and daughters were advisors. Um, Which is never good. Obviously, you know, in there. so a lot of nepotism, but we see this at the top of MLMs as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Go to doTERRA, um, 31, uh, LuLaRoe, one of the biggest, where the persons are at top, their family members are in the upper echelons of the company or affiliated companies that are a sort of supplier to the main company. Once again, if they incorporated, they would be looking at RICO charges, but since they don't, they're not. Um, But I see this as the 45th because he hired his own progeny and untrained people at that. And then was basically selling his his snake oil to the the people of America and all the outer line uh, currencies of America. One of my favorite things, this is kind of unrelated to that, but it was like during this previous presidency, you never see any pictures of the family together. Like they're never doing any, like they're never, you don't see, not like when Obama was president and you'd see him and his family hanging out outside, like relaxing, just being a family and being together. Like it's just so disconnected from what the American people claim they value, like Mm. family and all those things. And I'm like, he does not represent any of that. Like you don't see any of that during his presidency. No pets. I know pets aren't a bit, but like just there's no, you don't get any sense of welcoming or love from Mm. him at all. It's just, you see a picture of him playing golf maybe once in a while. And I just don't get, I just, I cannot understand how people are so he's a great president. He was a great president. He did so much for our economy. I'm like, no, he inherited, he came into the presidency with a pretty decent economy. Mm-hmm. He could have grown on that and he could have made it better, but he didn't. And then people just want to preach that they're voting on him, voting for him because of his what he's going to do for the economy. Like he has no economic plan if he got reelected, had no economic plan. Yo, my man said two weeks or three weeks for this healthcare plan for four years. It just doesn't make any sense. And then all the, like, I made the mistake of getting on Facebook today. Hmm. I don't you even gotta unfollow everyone on I, Facebook. I really don't remember the last time I got on Facebook, but for some reason today I said, I'm going to look at Facebook. And like the first thing I saw was, um, you guys don't want a man or some, something about not being happy with the person who's been in the office for the past four years, but you're willing to vote in a man who's been in the governmental what, what is it? I'm I'm looking at it right now because it was just go for it. It'll take me a second. I saw it literally like an hour and a half ago. And now I can't, but it's basically like, but you're reelecting a man who's been in the government for 47 years and he you think he's gonna do anything. I'm like, yeah, I definitely trust him more if he's been in government for 47 years versus somebody who has never had any part of the government. Sure, he hasn't been president before. But at least he has more of an understanding of how things work. Yeah, I'll give him that. Um, I'm of the philosophy that there are no good presidents. They're all just figureheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They- um, and in that, you know, you have some, actually most are war criminals. Um, but I don't think we've seen um, bigotry this overt, this explicit you know, in office, like within modern times, right? Obviously. Yeah, not, not publicly, at least. Not publicly. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, nobody's been under is, I mean, Nixon. Reagan is a monster, but. Nixon, uh, Reagan, Jackson. Monstrous people. And like, and they had, and almost all of our presidents had, um, had these, you know, politics of hatred 
And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, going back to like early segregation era, um, well before that, you know, obviously very racist policies and politics, but like as we progress as a society towards a more modern age, right? You'd expect for some of this rhetoric not to come back as strongly and for Trump to kind of, you know, embody all of this bigotry and empower his base Mm-hmm. to you know embrace this bigotry is really a telling sign it also shows um you know i think about how when obama got elected and the belief was we got we got rid of racism you know we we as a country have moved past being racist right and yeah. then you know you see God. the rhetoric against obama um you see you know, you see the beginning of the black lives matter movement during obama's terms as president and then you get Trump where, you know, as opposed to us being able to kind of sort of pretend, it's just like, no, mm-hmm. no, nah, nah, we're all racist. Uh, it, it's, it's just been like that. And, you know, now we feel empowered to say it. My grandpa is convinced that Obama is the reason people think racism is a thing. He oh. said racism <laughs> until Obama became president. And I said... <laughs> What are you talking about? Yo, t- t- tell my bads I'll be over there next week. Uh, Full on argument during dinner, all because I decided to bring up the fact that my friend who got arrested at the Athens Black my- Black Lives Matter um, protest, or I don't even want to call, well, yeah, protests. He got arrested and he like he got out of jail they dropped all the charges against him and I was just telling my grandma about it because I told her about him getting arrested and then he texted me to be like hey they dropped all the charges against me and I was just telling her made the mistake of doing it while my grandpa was at the house Mm. and he just was going off about the protests and how people don't people don't work hard enough and they just need to work harder and all this stuff and so I was trying to tell him I was like you know there's so many statistics and studies done that prove that people of color are inherently less likely to be as successful because of all these things that are against them I was like like redlining still a Mm -hmm. thing people might say it's not a thing but it's still a thing and I was like then you grow up in those in those neighborhoods where you're going to a school that makes less money that like gets less funds and he was like, oh, yeah. I don't need statistics to tell me this. And blah. I was like, well, then what do you how? Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Despite making up only 13% of the population. Oh, <laughs> that I got in an argument with my brother about that in May. Because he was like, whoa, we're <laughs> killed by cops. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> the population of black people that make up like the percentage of black people that make Did up you, the population. I was reading one, 67% of all violent crime is committed by black people. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, what? Despite making up only 13% what? of the population. 67%? Is- and they don't have us in gulags? This is a lie and you know it. <laughs> so it's an, it's so that statistic is an FBI crime statistic and it is constantly quoted because you know, as Ben Shapiro would say, facts don't care about you. Oh, we talk about basic, it a lot. It is basically meant to be a Trump, a Trump card, you know, oh, yeah. to when you're talking about systemic oppression. Because, you know, you can't, like, they present you the fact of the crime rate, you know, deserve thinking it. that there's no, there's no further argument, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, we get to this, um, we get we we get to that being a means to one debase your argument, two to strengthen their biases against an entire race of people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because they're buying into this mean world syndrome. We got to clean up the streets because the streets are unsafe. And mm-hmm. to quote our uh, now president elect Joe Biden, uh, you know, Ooh. they're they're out here thinking that uh, predators are walking the streets. Um, I'm sorry, once again, I don't have love for any president, but I particularly hate Trump. Facebook post I was talking about. Imagine being so dumb that you think the guy in office for four years is the problem and the guy in office for 47 years is the solution. 
Oh, oh, you you know, you know, I, I do like quick witted people on social media. Oh, this However, was this was something that she like reposted. She did not oh, come up. Dang. It was probably one of those um one of those modern wives from YouTube who are also in MLMs and aligned with uh, girl defined. Okay, but I want you to think about this, right? I love think this. Think about this, right? They um mm. Ronald Reagan, the like Republican figurehead, was not a career politician. Not at right? all. And you have these people coming in presenting that they represent the people, right? Mm. That they that they represent the the lower class, the working class, that's who they're there for and they can relate because they're not career politicians, right? You know, one of the big tenets of republicanism thinking about like reagan era republicanism was small government no government intervention mm -hmm. speak on it khalif you can keep going sorry <laughs> and so you know you had this idea of small government intervention how do you facilitate small government right you don't want a career politician in office representing you that's not that's not what that's not who is going to represent you. Mm -hmm. You need a person of the people. Reagan was uh, you know, an actor, but he really looked this uh this western, mm -hmm. you know, this this mm -hmm. western part, right? He he looked like a man of the people. And so, you know, you present that or you present, you know, the idea of this person of the people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps and becoming a millionaire, right? I did it, you can do it too. And because I represent you, I'm going to make it easier for you to get to that point, despite the fact that they're only uh, really helping out their friends financially. You know, small businesses aren't getting the aid that they need to get. Uh, it's these corporations, it's their, their rich friends. Frankly, if you're a Republican, a conservative, you know, that party is the party of rich people mm -hmm. and people that are you know, politically uneducated, right? And a lot of people just aren't rich and probably will never be rich because poverty is cyclical. Yeah, that's what I've, I used to be like, I respect the people who are Republicans because they think about economic, like economic wise, like that's what they are valuing. But then I was like, but they really, the Republicans do not value the working class. Like they don't care. They really, they don't do anything for them. I remember when Trump first got elected and one of my coworkers was like, yeah, I voted for him. I got a huge tax cut because of him. And I was like, well, I owed $400 on my taxes. And I'm, a, I'm 18. So like, I don't know what you did differently than me but it's because they had a child like they had a kid I get I don't know how but I was like how is it that me as an 18 year old I owe $400 in taxes and you got a ton of money back because you have a kid like I I, I just don't understand it I really don't get people who I'm trying to think of what I wanted to say to like so capitalism in a way with these, right? I didn't hear the tail end of that or the initial of that, but I gathered, right? Capitalism and mercantilism most certainly uh, justifies and then rewards creating new um, workers for the machine. Thus you have a child, we will give you a, a sum of money back to sort of offset the costs that you're putting in to this child. So we'll, we'll lessen your taxes so that you can contribute to the machine as it is with this form of human capital, as long as they are, you know, high functioning. And then we could obviously talk about the ASD spectrum, ADHD, and talk about how the term high functioning, low functioning autism originated because it's not used by people who use the diagnostic manual of psychology, but it is used by capitalists. Yeah. And like the general public, mm -hmm. like to put everybody in this category of 
you're you're autistic but you're high functioning so you'll be good for society functioning mm-hmm. only means that you can contribute to capital to oh, capitalism yeah. that's oh, all yeah. that functioning means yeah can can you can you scan it oh you can't you got the job just oh sorry i kicked my my charger <laughs> um yeah and then going back to my my brother and <laughs> he, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just makes me very very angry he just <laughs> he posted another thing about oh so you're saying biden's tax plan isn't going to affect you because you don't make 400 400,000 or more well what about the person who owns your apartment complex or the person Landlords who owns don't... grocery stores that, that's, that's none of my all. business they're, and i was they're... like also you know there are laws in place for housing and stuff like Hmm. You, you can't just also do you really think your landlord is making four hundred thousand dollars a year because they're not a majority i of mean it. they could be because they're wait, parasites wait wait no 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 but like most landlords are not also the like duplex or or complex mm-hmm. owners yeah. they're just like yeah, a manager like, who's hired by the rich person yeah i'm like they are not making that much money they're not going to raise your rent and this and also it's like this is not going to affect my brother at all he's a 16 year old white boy they're never affected by the policies getting taxed he's not it's, even it's so what ifs that's he it. doesn't even have a job he doesn't even oh oh he's not contributing he's not pulling he's not himself up by the bootstraps yeah and oh. he he thinks like you, when the whole Black Lives Matter thing started, when the protests, you know, were really, really going in like May, I think we just gotten so many arguments about it because he was like, they're looting, they're looting, they're breaking into places, they're burning places down. I was like, you realize that half of these, inst- like, or not even half, pretty much all of these instances where things are getting violent are being escalated by the cops. It's like, they're not doing anything wrong. It is the cops who are escalating the situation. And then I brought up in Athens, they were going to do like these, um, there were talks about having a protest in near my, because they did some in downtown Athens. But then there were people who were planning on doing them like near my apartment, which is like 10 minutes away from downtown. And they were like calling in people to come in. It wasn't even confirmed that it was going to happen. There was no plans of anything being violent as all of them were, they were all planning on being peaceful. I don't think anybody was going into it being like, we're gonna protest and we're gonna be violent today. We're gonna break windows. And then these people, these white men were outside the Hobby Lobby with their like guns. Oh. And nothing was even happening. There was nothing going on. I'm like, okay, so you were saying that the people participating in the Black Lives Matter protests are violent when they're showing up with no weapons, just going to protest with signs. But these people show up in front of the Hobby Lobby of all places with guns and nothing's wrong with that. That's okay. And my brother was like, yeah, they're just they're just trying to defend their city and i was like that but not humanity yeah like, because property is more important than people austeries within a capitalist system property matters more than well, human life well look i i to be honest right i've said to be honest seven times during this podcast it'll it'll be the last first and last time i use that in a podcast but i see someone with an ar-15 i run up to them i want them to shoot me and i i want right the investigative journalist at fox news to try to fight an instance in which i was a bad citizen was he ever arrested we need to say something oh no we can't find anything just don't report on it just don't don't say anything we just don't won't bring it, it up we, we won't bring him up you know black lives matter black lives what do you got to say well you know there was one time that he he lied to get into an archaeology museum it's like yeah what <laughs> I just, uh, people are ridiculous and I don't, I'm like, why can you not just accept that people are being oppressed and just accept the fact that that's happening? Like, why does it have to be something that is threatening your well-being? Like, you are fine. You are white. You are gonna be okay. You have no idea what 
anybody of another race is going through because of the fact you're white. So why do you want to fight the facts? Like, why do you want to fight this so bad? Why can't you just be like, okay, this happens and we should do something about it. Like, why can't I just. (laughs) They can't because it directly contradicts their perception of what America is, right? The, the belief that America can do no wrong, right? That whatever policies are in place, um, you know, exist for the betterment of America, right? So it's always be like when you, whenever you think about, I don't know, I guess we're gonna talk about um, the Emancipation Proclamation, right? At that point, many people believed that racism ended, right? Cool, obviously not true, because we still have the civil rights movement. Once the Civil Rights Act was passed, the belief was, cool, we integrated, racism's over. Racism ended when um, that bill was put into place, right? That's the, that's the common belief. And so they're able to believe now, because you have these things in place, um, you know, the, the Civil Rights Act, the um, the abolishment of slavery outside of prison, um, you know, the belief is we've addressed America's racist past. We don't have any, we don't owe anything else to any marginalized group of people. Um, to critique systems in America is to critique America as a whole. And because of nationalist identity, you, um, you have this kind of dissonance that's like, no, you can't, you can't critique America or you can't critique systems without that being a direct attack on America, which borders on terroristic, right? Despite the fact that the KKK wasn't labeled as a terrorist organization up until like two years ago. Nevertheless, um, we're running up on time and um, we have our after show in defense of time. Uh, if you will join us there, you know, patrons pay for that and get that. Um, like to thank you, Cassidy, for speaking with us about MLMs and politics. (laughs) Thank you so much. Escalated a lot. (laughs) I did. I did. Are are there any final thoughts that you would like to give to the listeners of In Defense of Humanity? Um, I don't know. Just because you think things are good doesn't mean there's not room for change. Doesn't mean this is the best it's going to be. That's my biggest thing. People are like, well, this is the best place in the world to be if you're gay or black or Hispanic or whatever. And I'm like, just because it might be better than other places doesn't mean there is not room for change. Things can still get better. They should still get better. You can't just be complacent with how it is and the fact that it's better than it was before. Absolutely. Now, I feel like everybody who's listening probably knows that, but. Hey, there's always one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks again. You're welcome.